The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Welcome to the award-winning Saints Happy Hour podcast. Seriously, this podcast has won awards. American standards are dropping every day. The show features Ralph, the best host in the world who can barely pronounce his own name, much less anyone else's. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean, uh, Marcus Calloway. Dave is that dude who loves taking bathroom breaks. He's mad about almost anything, so make sure to lower your volume when he speaks. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Jesus Christ. Andrew has sources, watches tapes, and knows football. He rarely shows up on time and wants to commit crimes to help the Saints win. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong, because you know it's true. Oh, and there's also Kevin, who is great at doing mock drafts, but struggles to actually watch Saints games or have a functioning relationship. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That that ended. Anyway, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the insanity. Uh, Mr. Ralph Marlboro, as always, joins us on Wednesdays. He can give a follow at Saints Forecast over on Twitter, the Saints Happy Hour podcast. First off, good afternoon, and that 50-second soundbite, that's really hard for all those people with the narrative of he's selfish, doesn't want to be here, and doesn't want to do anything with the team, huh? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm jealous of uh, Jake Madsen. Uh, he gets to cover the Pelicans. Woo! That is some wild stuff, huh? Uh, but uh, Michael Thomas, like, here's the thing, Gus. He's a lunatic in the best sense. Like, he's just driven, right? He wants the, he wants to catch the most passes. He wants the most touchdowns. He wants the biggest contract in NFL history. And it all drove him, and he got it all, right? And then he got hurt. And I just think his personality, he just didn't deal well not being able to play football. And I think right. if we if we just if you if you frame it like that, is like this guy, he's played football his whole life. 
He's been awesome at it. And then it was taken away, and he hadn't played in three years. Like, I'd go a little crazy, too, if, <laughs> if I was him, right? So, like, it's normal. And all the things swirling around him, I thought yesterday was the best day of the Saints offseason besides signing Derek Carr. Because correct me if I'm wrong, Gus, last year when he was coming back from the injury, he didn't he wasn't available at OTAs nope. to talk to the media. He didn't really talk to the media in training camp. Training to camp. Me, yep. A guy talking to the talking to the media in June at an OTA that hasn't played in three years, to me, that's a really good sign. That shows that to me, he it conveys that he's feeling good. He's thinking he's going to be on track. Everything as of now is on track. Now, listen, right. man, we know it's football. He can get injured any any time, any practice. Right. But if he didn't feel good, if he didn't feel like he was on track, I don't think he talks to the media. Right. Because I think he would have just been like, man, I, I, I don't know where my rehab is. I'm hoping to be at camp. I'm hoping it's going to go this. But I don't, I don't want to talk to the media and set, set expectations that I can't meet. But he did it, so I, I just feel great about it. Like, that's the thing that well, evolved. It doesn't matter how he looks. It just matters that he sounded like a guy who's on track and feels good about it. Okay, you brought up something that is something that I brought up in the opening segment of the show. And it's, and it's two things. And it's two things that they never do. The Saints never, for the most part, and they're like, I love them. They're not the brightest sometimes on how to use <laughs> PR. I mean, I'm just being honest. You know that, and I know that from exactly. our experience. They absolutely did that on purpose yesterday. Where mm-hmm. we, we, we were, or not we, I'm not a camera guy, but it's stretchy time. That's it. Like that in the, the very basic one-on-one drills where the quarterback's throwing to a receiver. We uh-huh. may get to see when they add a tight end, but that's it. Like, it, it, this is starting to feel more Sean-like. Like, next week, I don't think it's open to the public. The last couple of mini camps has always been. So, it, it's a little more closed off. And yesterday, they let us shoot a lot. And then here he comes out after everybody's out on the field 20, 30 minutes, and it's Michael Thomas alone. Why? I mean, this he's the only one running across the field. So, that's on purpose. And then you add to what you're saying to have him available. And then you, you yeah. I played that bite for a reason. You heard him say, I was in on the plans. I talked to the team. I, I knew I was going to be here. Those are things, as you're saying, that's, you've never heard from him. So it's, you know, again, it, it, it looks different, smells different. Let's see if it is. Yeah. I mean, listen, it, it, it was for all intents and purposes. After the Atlanta game and into the first Carolina game last year, we were like, Michael Thomas is back, baby, right? He was looking he was looking as good as he ever had. I know that the numbers weren't incredible, but the touchdowns were against Atlanta, and he looked back. And I even said it in a, in a post-game spaces we did. I opened it up after we, we joked about the Atlanta. After coming to come back in Atlanta, the first thing I said was, Michael Thomas is back, baby. And that, to me, is where we are again. Now, listen. He's been hurt for three years, Gus. Like, so I don't know, like, what's the fair bar for expectations of him just because he hasn't hasn't played at all. And it's been a foot, it's been, you know, toe, it's been this. But the thing with him, and, and Dennis Allen said it yesterday, and he said it right after the year, like the, the, the end-of-year press conference. He's like, we need a guy who can get us contested catches, can win on third down, can win in the red zone, because we kind of stunk in the red zone. And 
time, we were all like, man, that means they got to draft somebody. They got to get somebody in free agency because Michael Thomas is gone. And then they bring Michael Thomas back. And yeah, it's a huge risk. But really, Gus, were they going to get anybody in free agency or in the draft that fits all the things that I just said about red zone and third down and contested catches? Were they going to get anybody with the potential of Michael Thomas? No. So, yeah, it's a risk for the Saints because they really need him to be good. But just give me 12 games, Michael Thomas. That's all I need. I, just, I, don't, need, I don't need 17, Gus. I just need 12 catches, 12 games. 75 catches, 850 yards, and six touchdowns. Is that too? Is that, am I being too crazy on a Tuesday, Gus? No, because I would say, as Nick Underhill, New Orleans Football said yesterday, if there was a voluntary camp award, it's Chris Olave's. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad free. No ads ever you also get breaking saints news podcast saints player grades early access to shows and behind the scenes access plus you get access to our discord channel where you can talk saints 24 7 in private with other saints happy hour listeners and you get our world famous booze bundle with four swag items amazing so sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again go to saintshappyhour.com that's saintshappyhour.com and sign up today Look, I, 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 we, we mentioned this the last two Wednesdays you spoke. It stood out to me that Derek Carr has, by name, mentioned those two receivers. Mm-hmm. And specifically, that one bite that I'm not getting rid of, and I think I'm going to come back to later this year, went on third and something or a key moment in the game, and the Saints might even get the win. He goes to Olave to win a play. And, and that, that exchange of him and Olave for his description of, Chris asking, how much time do I have? And Derek saying, don't worry about it. Win the play, I'll throw it to you. I'll throw you open, things of that nature. If you're doing that in May, it's going to pay off in the regular season. And to listen to Derek Carr speak about him, we haven't even played the bite yet. Yesterday, I think he's starting to really get in his mind, man. I got Michael Thomas. I know what he can do when he's healthy. Now I got another guy that I can go to. I mean, there's going to be options on this team, but I like what I'm seeing from Chris Olave. I mean, the, the thing to me with Chris Olave was he was tremendous last year, even though he had had some, you know, he had a concussion, he had some issues. Thing to me, Gus, is really going to decide whether is he going to be a really, really good receiver and like sort of like not the same sort of style, but like a Brandon Cooks where Brandon Cooks was really good, right? Really good receiver, thousand yards, twelve hundred yards. Excellent receiver. Great draft pick by the Saints. They traded him for a first, got ramp picks. But the thing that's going to take Olave from that, where I think he is kind of now, to the next level is, is he going to get stronger and is he going to be to win the contested catches? Because last year, let's be honest, he didn't really win too many contested catches and he was kind of, not fragile, but he's just not, like, he wasn't big and physical and fight with guys like Michael Thomas. And you don't expect him to be back that but he needs to be a little bit better so i'm curious like now that the saints has a whole off season right he was healthy they get him in the weight room is he going to be working on that are we going to see him add that to his game because if gus if he just adds say 45 percent of the michael thomas contested catch ability chris olave is going to be like a top eight receiver that's to me that's the only thing missing from his game mm-hmm. and that's the difference between is he going to be 
the elite elite receiver, or is he just going to be really really good? Uh, so that that's going to be, but that's that's one of those things you can kind of see it in camp, maybe. But mm-hmm. that's one of those things we won't know. We won't know until the real game. Yeah, no doubt about it. And Ralph, as we wrap up, man, it'll be interesting next week, mandatory minicamp. They look like it's going to be open to the public, as I mentioned. But that said, uh, we we may be able to get to see those three practices as well. And you'll have everybody there. But one thing that stood out to me yesterday, you, you had everybody there but Adebo and Lattimore and that secondary. Again, the offensive line is not healthy just yet, but we'll see that. But for the most part, I mean, DeMario was there. Werner's there. We'll see. I'm assuming Alvin Kamara. I, I'm just interested to see the full squad for the- we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. The most part next week, and I think next Wednesday's chat could be interesting. Yeah, it is. And I'll say this with the same they seem to have really good vibes. And that's mm-hmm. why I, I, I know Dennis Allen said he doesn't want them on Hard Knocks, but Dennis, baby, <laughs> I need you on Hard Knocks. I need, I need my Saints summer content on Hard Knocks, what formerly that was HBO. I don't care that the Saints don't want the cameras. If, if Hard Knocks is going to ruin their season, then they're already doomed. I, I need Saints on Hard Knocks, Josh. I'm not going to lie. Like, it either is a teaser to a great season, or we get to see behind the scenes and we can look back and we can be like, yeah, the hard knocks told us the Saints were going to be a disaster in 2023. It gave us hints and we saw it. Either way, I need the content. I'm, I'm sorry, Dennis. You're just going to have to deal with my content needs over your football team. Jets, Bears, Saints, Commanders. Those are the four teams that most people feel are eligible based on some of the requirements you can't have a first year head coach you couldn't you can't have been in postseason the last two years 
And the third requirement is you haven't had uh, appeared on Hard Knocks in the past 10. So Jets, Bears, Saints, Commanders fit those uh, profiles there. I, look, I think the Jets with Aaron Rodgers makes a, a ton of, of sense there. The Bears, you know, with their young quarterback and everything. I'm with you, though. I think of those four teams, Jets and Saints are probably the two teams that could be playoff teams. So God, that's something to kind of look at. We need it. We need it, Gus. Like the summer is long. Training camp days are long. <laughs> can you can you imagine me and you are text chains mm-hmm. of after watching Hard Knocks, deciding what we're going to talk about? We Jamal it. Williams would be a star. Oh God, I, I need I need it so bad. I need it so bad, Gus. Like I I can taste it. And listen, I'm already subscribed to Max, so it's not going to change my, if I watch. But I, but we we all be and so all these people telling me they secretly don't want it. They're lying. You know they're going to watch. Oh, I'd be in. Believe me, get more access than I get now. So <laughs> I'd love to be able to look at it. Ralph Marlboro, as always, man, on Wednesdays. We chat a little Saints football and who knows what else. That Saints forecast is the way to follow over on Twitter. Saints Happy Hour podcast. Go check that out as well and give them a follow at Saints Happy Hour. Thank you, Ralph. All right. Talk to you next week.